welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the tribe. Oh man, this is a place where we aim to make you laugh, piss you off, educate, and be educated on anything and everything that life encompasses. I am your host, Maddie. And Bernie. So buckle up, folks. We got a special one for you today, and it's definitely going to get fucking bumpy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So this is the first official, like... Uh, bonus episode. <laughs> bonus episode for the uh, for the listeners, for the fans. We do it for you guys, for the fans. Um, big things. We Before we started this show, we, we definitely talked about the, the <clears throat> fact that there's a lot of current events and shit going on in today's world and society and shit. And so, uh, if something definitely came up that needed to be dressed immediately, such as today's topics, um, we were going to knock one out whenever, as soon as possible and get it out to you guys. Um, got to stay relevant. So without further ado, Man, I'm so fired up about this <laughs> fucking topic, dude. Yeah, oh, God, this gets me so excited. <laughs> as you can tell from the title of the episode, we're going to be talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse case. <laughs> or better known as Captain America's case. <laughs> the 2020 fuck around and find out champion. Yes, um, yes. Folks, you can now go to the bar and order a Rittenhouse. It is a chaser followed by three shots. Get after it. <laughs> i'll be having a written house later tonight <laughs> i think i'll just start oh. with my my written house right now fuck oh well, i guess you could call my coffee a chaser and i've definitely got about three shots of whiskey in that bitch so here we go <laughs> to this morning's written house <laughs> cheers buddy mm. cheers so uh written house as i'm sure many of you know was cleared of all charges um Acquitted, found not guilty, freed, um, all the good things. But in light of this fantastic verdict, um, in our Wait, opinion, before before we continue, I want to cut you off, and I want to put another disclaimer <laughs> out there. <laughs> Again, these are strictly now facts, but our opinions on the matter. Yeah. And they are our thoughts and our thoughts only <laughs> given <sighs> by the factual evidence that was presented to the United States of America. Right. And for your viewing pleasure and your audio pleasure, we will address these accordingly. And yes, we lean one way on this. We lean in favor of the defendant as well as the jury did. So, right. without further ado, just, yeah, and not just the defendant, but the sec, our Second Amendment right as as free Americans, because yes. I, I think that this is a huge win for the Second Amendment um, of the Constitution. So, yeah, so let's let's dive into this a little bit. So, some of you, I hope, I hope, I hope, for the love of fuck, I hope that most of you do know shit about fuck. And know why this case or why this situation with Kyle Rittenhouse kind of happened, what the backstory was, what led up to it, what the riots that were going on that night, uh, what those were about, 
So well, for for uh, for our audience that may not know shit about fuck, um, let's give them a quick overview. <laughs> I love quick that saying. Like, I, thank I know, you, thank you, John, it. thank you, John Burke, because uh, that yeah. is like one of his catchphrases. You don't know shit yes. about a fuck, and it's yes. fucking amazing. Yeah. So uh, props to yeah. you, drill sergeant. John Burke, guys, go listen to this podcast, All American <laughs> Savage. Fucking fantastic. Yes. Um, Straight facts. And that dude, listen, that motherfucker is smart, dude. Like, historically, like, in and everything, that, that motherfucker knows his shit. Like, oh, yeah. very, very highly intelligent dude. Reg- mm-hmm. I don't give a flying fuck if you say he is or isn't, but looking at exactly what he knows and everything that comes out of his mouth is factual. That motherfucker <laughs> knows his shit. So, yeah. and he's a good dude. He's, he's done a lot of good things for for the veteran community he's got a fucking awesome company shell shock cbd now i'm just sucking his dick so we're gonna move on <laughs> hey well um, before before you continue I, I mean just little um little tidbit i think i'm gonna order me some delta eight for uh black friday oh let me know how those are <clears throat> let me <I'm... laughs> let me know I am, maybe we'll do a I show a little... maybe you could try one out on the show <laughs> you know well, that yeah that'll be another bonus episode <laughs> when There's... i get the when i get yes. the delta eight in i'm gonna test it out but i think yeah shh, we'll do a live it's gonna be a secret because okay it i mean well damn i just fucked myself um so, so i here, won't be about, doing that how about this you get the delta eight gummies the <clears throat> secret yes i'll get a little stoned up secret <laughs> and we'll do a bonus episode yeah, <laughs> we'll, we we'll just see who can function more <laughs> normally more normal Okay. I, I can't even talk now. I'm gonna be fucked. Uh, oh yeah, baked as fuck, and we'll just see what happens. Um. Anyway, so let's dive into this. So yeah, remove Kyle Rittenhouse and the whole situation from Kenosha from your mind. Let's go back a little bit. So the original protest or the protest that was going on that night, which put Rittenhouse in Kenosha, mm-hmm. was uh, based off of Jacob Blake. Now, for those of you that don't know, Jacob Blake was an individual who was shot um, by officers and is now paralyzed from the waist down. Um, fucking ultimate universal justice there. <laughs> and I'll get into why. Um, Explain why. <laughs> so the original situation with that was he had a restraining order on him, um, placed on him by his ex-girlfriend. Uh, he was alleged to have digitally raped her. For those of you that don't know, digital rape is the forcible DJ diddling of an individual. Um, and so he wasn't supposed to be there. He showed up at her fucking house. Um, she called the cops. Cops showed up. He resisted all of their commands, was non-compliant. Um, resisted arrest with them, told them, I have a gun in the car. I'm going to go get it. They didn't stop him before he got to his car, which I personally feel like they should have made a much bigger effort to apprehend him, tase him, take him down, beat the fuck out of him, do whatever they could have done to keep him from the vehicle. But I understand to a certain extent why they did not. Well, and I think <clears throat> I think most law enforcement officers would agree with you on that aspect that you he just verbally told you he has a weapon in the car. You as a law enforcement officer yeah. would do anything 
possible to uh, limit him from getting to his vehicle to get right. that we- said weapon. So uh, there was... And on the non-lethal <clears throat> side. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> um, I'm not saying shoot him in the back of the fucking head before he gets to the car. That's not what I'm yeah. saying. Not what you I'm tackle saying. his ass, you fucking subdue him, you get him down to the right. ground. You, I don't care, you fucking body slam him into his fucking right. hood. It, You know, you make sure he doesn't get to the portion of the car where he just verbally told you he has a weapon of... right bodily harm right or injury that you (laughs) you don't know what his plans are with that so you have the justification once he gets there and reaches you have the justification for use of lethal force because he is now posing not only a threat to the lives of the officers but in your reasonable opinion anybody else in the general area now the law states that the only time that justified use of lethal force on an individual who is fleeing, <clears throat> i.e. shooting them in the fucking back while they're running away, yeah. like actually fleeing you running away, is if you can prove that that person that you had beyond reasonable doubt, right, the reason to believe that that person was a danger to society. So, like, let's say he's just shot three people and he's running away with the AR or the shotgun or the pistol, whatever the fuck he is, bazooka, whatever the fuck he used. Um, I'm not going to give fucking credit to him because I'm going to fucking take and run with it. Uh, and he's now shot three innocent individuals or two innocent individuals or even one innocent individual and he's fleeing the scene with said weapon. Backdrops clear. You have a shot. You're, you are legally justified to shoot him in the fucking back to stop him because you have reason to believe that he's for his actions that he's going to harm other more. people. Right. Yeah. So, so, so you're protecting society. So anyway, so Jacob Blake goes, he gets to the vehicle. I don't know how the fuck they let him do that. Opens the door. <laughs> Definitely don't know why the fuck they let him do that and reaches into the vehicle. At this point, he has broken so many fucking laws. It's unreal. <laughs> and, and not to mention made... the, the main laws that he broke prior to the police arriving. <laughs> right, right, right. And then he is the, he has also initiated a threat, a verbal threat, right? Mm-hmm. So he reaches into the vehicle. They shoot him. Uh, again, just my opinion, probably not enough times because he's paralyzed from the waist down and he's still breathing and he has the ability to fight this. So, But they shot him. So now here's where this gets fucky the reason for the protest and this is this is the problem with the liberal leftist mentality is that if it's a white cop and it's a black guy it does not matter what the fuck the black person did i'm not gonna say black guy because there's females out there that do shady shit too fucking i'm for equality ladies Um, well like the the chick the teenager chick with the knife that got shot you know, a couple of Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, shit. I mean, fucking, that was a clear case of fucking justified shooting. I would have yeah. fucking dumped her ass, too. But still, there um, was there was people up in arms about it, too. Like, why'd you shoot her? She just had a knife. Well, a knife can kill me just as much as a gun can. And he was, yeah. she was already trying to fucking stab another bitch, so it's I a took lethal that bitch weapon. out. It's yeah. a lethal yeah. weapon. Yeah. Fucking done and done. And you, as an officer, you have, again, the legal right to utilize lethal force to protect and save the life of yourself as well as another individual who is in imminent danger of death or grievous bodily harm. Grave, so yeah, great bodily harm. Yeah. yeah so, so that's, that's the way the law reads people, uh, learn it, fucking love it. 
If you don't like it, shut the fuck up because that's the way it is. <laughs> go to um, Yeah, fuck out of here. <laughs> we can go see what they'll do to you. Venezuela, yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, this is where it gets a little fucking starts. Things start to go off the rails a little bit. So, because he was black, it, it and this is the narrative of today, right? So, it doesn't fucking matter what he did leading up to him getting shot. The fact that he was shot by a white cop, all of a sudden it's fucking racist, right? Now, I want you guys to think about something really quick. I'm going to throw some numbers out there. I haven't, I'm not going to fucking take a couple seconds to Google the, the official down to the fucking decimal numbers on, on this, but because <laughs> it's dumb. Realistically, I want you to think about this. Over the last probably what, five, eight years? This race thing has been a huge deal, right? Everything's fucking racist, especially when it comes to white cops shooting black fucking people. Okay? Mm -hmm. I want you to think about this. 13% of the United States population is made up of African Americans. Or blacks, as we can say. Because there's so many fucking people from like, I don't know, Haiti and the Dominican and fucking Puerto Rico. And they're like, I'm black. I'm like, but you're fucking... Puerto Rican. Like, <laughs> it's confusing Rican. sometimes. So, I, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but then they want to be like, I'm African American. And then they're like, but I'm not when it doesn't serve their purpose. So <laughs> Puerto Rican, I want fucking, I came across the border illegally. I want $450,000 now. Um, Cause we're going that way. <laughs> another episode. Yeah, uh, that's that's going to be a topic for another episode. Yeah. Sure. Um, so 13% of the black community makes up the population of the United States of America. Right. Pretty small percentage, I would say, out of the va- in the grand scheme of things, right? Only 13. 13 out of now, 100? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? 13 out of every 100 people is fucking black. Think about that. Yeah. Now, 50% of the crime committed in this country, half, motherfuckers, fucking 50% of the crime committed in this country is committed by a black person. Those are so you're numbers. telling me that 13% of the U.S. population commits 50% of the fucking crime in this country, which means, and then people say, oh, but there's, when you look at the numbers of officer-involved shootings, right, white people get shot almost twice as much as yeah. black people. Well, there's more white people in the country. Yes. But... <laughs> 50% of the crime is made up from the black community, which means black people have twice as high of a chance of having a negative run-in with law enforcement than white people do. And yet 50% or twice as many white people are shot <clears throat> well, I'm by gonna, cops. Uh, I'm going to play, uh, I'm going to play devil's avocado here. Um, <sighs> God, I love avocado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the, with the current state that we're in um, mindset state, um, one would argue that you could just be black and be stopped and have a negative interaction with the police, mm-hmm. which for, I would say it's a 60, 40 on that, like 60%. Yes. 40% no on that aspect because the, it, it really it depends on the 
area that you are getting stopped in that aspect of uh, like in in this like the scenario that I'm providing right now is a racial racial profiling scenario right mm-hmm. you're just DWB driving while black you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> if you're driving through say a gang infested neighborhood and you happen to be black and you get pulled over by a cop you're probably going to get racially profiled in that neighborhood even if you're passing through yes i've i've been a victim of this not dwb obviously but right. the driving through a neighborhood not being the demographic of that neighborhood yes like i was a white dude driving through a particularly meth dealing neighborhood and the only reason that i happened to be driving through that neighborhood was because my car stalled at a fucking intersection i had to make a left turn that had that rerouted me around into this one particular street i happened mm-hmm. to be going to AutoZone at the time this what one particular were you driving at the time an 89 firebird okay so white real boy, quick. white boy in an 89 firebird okay. in 2006 2006 so I, yes, you're you're 100 correct, right? There is the whole aspect of DWB, or in your case, DWWT, <laughs> right? And I'm D-W-W. gonna say WT because it's gonna it's gonna play into my counter argument to this because you have a really good point, right? Because that's what people are gonna say. Okay, yeah. I want you to look at the things that are on a percentage basis, massively glorified within the black community. Okay. Yeah. Gang culture, drug culture, the whole rap culture, prostitution, culture, prostitution, mm-hmm. um, fucking <coughs> beaten women, all this type of shit. Right. Yeah. So the, the crime culture. Also, I want you to look at, in a majority of the cities where these things happen or the areas, as you were saying, that these things happen, I want you to look at the way stereotypically the vast majority of that population in that area. Yeah, the demographic of that area. Yeah. Portrays themselves, dresses, right? So you're driving an 89 Firebird. You're a white boy. I'm not going to say you were or were not wearing a life beater at the time or something of the nature. <laughs> okay. But well, eh, actually, um, I mean, caveat to, cause you have been, you have been, I have been partial to, to wear some beaters. Beaters. <laughs> especially back then when I was in right. fucking middle, but, uh, but, high school. But that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. It's a meth area. Yeah. Right. If you are driving a lifted beater truck, right. Or, yeah. A, a 96 Ford Ranger or 89 Firebird <laughs> or some other type of muscle car, whatever the case is at that time in that area. Yeah. You're probably going to be fucking profiled. Why? Because you look like the demographic in the area that's committing the fucking crimes. And if they're on a hit to fucking clean up the some streets. meth dealers or clean up the streets, <clears throat> you're going to get smashed. Now here's the deal. Did you have a negative interaction with the officer? Probably not, because you were probably respectful. Yeah, I was compliant. I yes, did sir, exactly. No, sir. Here's your I, shit. And, and do you know what? You the fucking do, dude. You ain't gonna find them. <clears throat> you know, and the thing is, too, is 
the what I've been seeing so much more lately. Obviously now now versus 2006, we have smartphones, we have cam, we have fucking all the mm-hmm. shit that like at our fingertips. So mm-hmm. everyone's recording everything all the time, yep. every day, all day. It doesn't fucking matter where you are, what you're doing, you're recording it. Like I've seen it on fucking countless different posts and like different social media sites and shit like that. But you're recording everything, right? But what gets me uh, in that aspect, it, like in that scenario, right? They pulled the, the it was a uh, sheriff. He pulled me and my cousin out of the car, mm-hmm. had us sit on the curb, feet crossed, hands on, mm-hmm. hands, palms up on your lap. Both yep. of us. Yep. He's Hispanic. I'm white. Mm-hmm. We have the same name, literally, just minus one letter. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> pulled both of us out and then searched our car, or my car. I didn't what what I can't understand is why if you don't have anything to hide why are you going to not comply with a simple task if you know there's nothing in your car why exactly but then but then you have the argument of well it's my right okay it's your right to fight that in court that's the thing that's the difference if you don't comply right now you're going to have to deal with it six months down the road after you've served six months in county for not complying. Or, you know, hey, maybe there's something that doesn't pop up, whatever. And then you get you get arrested. You end up having to get your, your car towed, impounded. And you get locked up for the night or whatever. They find that there was nothing in the car, this and that. Okay, you just spent a night in jail. Is that really worth it? Right, exactly. No, like it doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> but it's my right. It's my right. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, it's my right to carry a gun 24-7, 365 if I want to. It's my right. But there are certain laws, rules, and regulations that mm-hmm. require me to do other things to be able to do that here in this state. Mm-hmm. But I digress on that aspect because that's just – that's – you know, that's a, a different topic. Whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different topic and a different episode. Right. But but at the same time, it's not because it's going to tie into this case. Yeah. Okay? So your right to carry is going to tie into this case. And that's why we said it's a huge yeah. win for the Second Amendment, right? Um, but no, you're, you're, you're 100% correct. Like, if you've got nothing to hide and you've done nothing wrong, right? Yeah. Shut the fuck up and comply. Yeah. These guys, uh, these officers have a hard <clears throat> enough fucking job as it is on a day-to-day basis dealing with anything and everything that comes their way, whether it be a routine traffic stop, which, folks, sorry, but uh, no traffic stop is routine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Any traffic stop can I go fuck, 0 to yeah. 150 real yeah. fucking quick. If you've yep. never seen and a video online about it, you're fucking in the dark. Absolutely. Yep. And and I know this from personal experience. Yeah. Uh, I had a dude pop his fucking trunk on me one time after I T-stopped him. <laughs> that was That was fun. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, they're going to domestic violence calls. They're going to child abuse case calls. They're going to homicide calls. They're going to assault calls where they got to fucking sit here and try and stop the bleeding of some dude who's just been stabbed 15 times. Like sometimes 15 to 20 times in one shift. Yeah. Like it, it, you know, motor vehicle accidents, right? 
I, I mean, we're fucking people are dead or they're dying or their kids are dead or dead whatever. children, dead like, fucking so decapitations, yeah. all kinds yeah. of crazy shit that they have to deal with on an right. hourly basis. It's not and, this isn't like a weekly or no. monthly or yearly basis. This is daily for most. Cops. Right. And 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 Bernie, you as somebody who has deployed and been in a combat zone and in a combat ops MOS and done dismounted patrols and gotten blown the fuck up and all this other shit. Right. Yeah. Like you understand that day to day to day to day, uh, situation of seeing shit every day and being high stress and all this type of stuff. Me, I was an EMT for three and a half years. So I dealt with the medical side of it. I I saw the medical side of it. I saw the the motor vehicle accidents and the fucking bloodshed and all the crazy shit there. Then I worked in many different roles of the law enforcement community for since, you know, from 2009 all the way up until a couple of years ago. So I've, I've done traffic stops. I've done fucking domestic violence calls. I've done child abuse calls. I've done fucking fights and assaults and anything and everything. I've ran them. So uh drug calls drug overdose calls like dude i've been there seen it done it and and when you do that day in and day out like it takes a toll on you right so you you have to remember how difficult these guys jobs are so if they roll you for whatever fucking reason it is that they roll you it doesn't matter what the reason is if you have nothing to hide think about what their next call might entail or what the call that they just dealt with previously was possibly Shut the fuck up, sit on the curb with your feet crossed and your palms up on your fucking thighs and let them do their job. You've got nothing in the vehicle. Nothing's going to happen to you. They're going to say, hey, sorry for taking your time, blah, blah, blah. You fit this description of this person or we're just looking for this in the area. Like I got rolled one time back in I think it was 2005. I went to go get some beer, right? I had a – I think she was 20 at the time, a 19 or 20-year-old chick in the car with me. Okay. She was a friend of mine. I wasn't even dating her. She's a friend of mine. Really good friend of mine. Um, we were in EMT school together. And we were coming home after running to the store to, to grab beer. We were <coughs> studying for the night. Yeah. I went to get beer. Coming home. I got rolled. Driving a lifted fucking GMC Sierra 95. Right? Yeah. Beautiful truck. I miss nice. that truck. Uh, I got rolled. Glendale PD. Pulled me over. Walked up, a lights registration insurance. Yeah, no problem, sir. Here you go. Blah blah blah. Give it to them. They look inside. They take her ID. They look at her and they look in the back seat and they see the, the case of beer. They see that she's underaged. Cool. Can you guys take a step out of the vehicle for me? <laughs> Not a problem, dude. Got out. They're like, we're we're just gonna check the vehicle. I noticed that she's underage. You're not. You just went and bought beer. Like, there's kind of like, and I was yeah. like, no, no, no. It's cool. Like, I was engaged at the time. By the way, I was going home to my fiance. Yeah. Um, who was over 21. I told them everything. I was like, we're just studying for our national registry exam. They're like, cool. We just need to search the vehicle. They searched the Vic didn't destroy my vehicle. Cause I was cool. And I was compliant and respectful. Apologized. We've had a lot of underage drinking out here lately. A few DUIs, a couple accidents. We just want to make sure everybody's being safe. Roger, have a safe night. Thank you so much. Go home. Like it's not that fucking hard. So when you get into a situation <clears throat> where and that's the other thing, too, that I want to point out, okay? So I think we can eliminate this racial profiling thing because I think it's not so much a racial profiling thing. I think it's more of a stereotype profiling, right? Yeah, that's, that's So right. if, if there's a certain – and stereotypes are there for a reason, 
right? There's, I mean, there for a there, there's a reason there's warning label on fucking bleach that says do not drink because because everybody's done it or somebody's done it, not everybody. <laughs> somebody's done it, right? Someone has done it. There's yeah. there's a reason it says lift toilet seat before pissing because someone's pissed on the top of it. Right. Like, there, there's a reason for things. There's a reason for labels, so to speak. And a stereotype is just that. It's a label because right. someone did it and that's how it became. Like mm-hmm. white people like lifted trucks for some reason. So when you see a white person <laughs> raising my hand here too. Like when you this see guy. a white person, you're thinking he's gonna have a lifted truck. And then you go and look in my garage and you see a lifted truck. Holy fuck. Well yeah. I'm a stereotype. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. damn. Is, is that, <clears throat> it's it's nice. It's nice. I know, thank you. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's nice, you know. <laughs> you don't need to tell me twice, but tell me again. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, absolutely. But, for sure. And and I'm gonna this might piss a couple people off because I'm gonna use some terms right now that a lot of people don't like, but I'm gonna use them for a reason, right? So I want you to think about it, right? Everybody gets pissed off if you call if you call a Mexican or Hispanic, right? A wetback. Yeah. Everybody gets fucking mad. That's racist. You can't say that. Blah 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 blah. <coughs> call a black person the N-word. I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to get crucified. Even though I think it's fucking stupid. Gonna say <laughs> right? that's probably the only thing we. I God, I can't think really in, say on. Listen, the in podcast. private conversation, when in a conversation something. like this, to put it in a context, I would probably just use the word, but because I'm describing something. But yeah, and that's we, another we, thing that like, like pisses me off about that word. Just to not to get too far off topic because we got to get back on topic, but yeah, pissing me off about that word is like, okay, look, dude, if you look it up in the dictionary, the Webster's definition of that word is an ignorant person, not an ignorant black person, an ignorant person. I could be one, you could be one, the Hispanic guy down the street could fucking be one, the Asian guy three blocks down could be one, the Punjab at the fucking 7 Eleven on the corner, he could be one. You probably don't like being called Punjab, but it is what it is. Y'all fucking understand what I'm saying, right? I, I think the that Dirk was the first Dirk time I've ever. I think that's the first time I've ever heard that term for that nationality, <laughs> Punjab. That's uh, okay. So I right, mean, yeah. The Haji down the street at the fucking corner at Seven Eleven. He's yeah. one. Like you know what I mean? Like he could Which, be one. Funny enough, fun fact: uh, Haji is actually a term of endearment. In um, is it? Yeah, that's actually Haji oh. is like their top. In Afghanistan, like that's like a a high like class. an elder, yeah, like an elder is like their hajis are like their high class. Oh, kind so they're of. not all hajis. Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean, you know, us oh. us fucking ill informed white folk, you know, we just called them hajis because we would hear it back us in the day. N word white think, folk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, us crackers. Yeah, us fucking as, ignorant ass motherfuckers. Which, but hey, fucking pretty ignorant. But the point is, is that. Per the definition, it could be fucking anybody. Now, yeah, I do understand the connection to the black community because that is a term that was <coughs> used by slave owners back during the slave days because the African-American slaves were not allowed to be educated. Therefore, they were dumb as fuck. Not to any fault of their own, right? Tragic. Yeah. And that is a term that was used. Let's not forget that there were black fucking slave owners, people. As a matter of fact, in case you didn't know, little fun fact, little tidbit, okay? The first legally documented slave owner in the United States of America, which actually was Virginia Colony back then, uh, where this 
partook was a black man named Anthony Johnson. Look it up. Fact check me. Fuck you because it's correct. <laughs> yes. The first legally documented slave owner on American shores was a black man and he owned black slaves. So fuck off. Okay. It was used by black slave owners as well. Okay. Now, that doesn't make me insensitive to the, the hardships hurt, and all that. The hardships yeah. that they went through, because trust me, it's fucking horrible. But remember, you're not the only fucking group of individuals or background of individuals that have ever gone through that, right? Millions and millions and millions of people from all different ethnicities and backgrounds and places all over the world throughout history have been, you know, enslaved. enslaved yeah. So. <laughs> Let's just fucking keep that in mind, okay? But what really gets me is how a black person can use it to another black person, and it's a term of endearment. doesn't hold the same definition. doesn't hold the same weight. Right? But if I use it, it's completely different just because I'm fucking white. Yeah. doesn't make much sense to me considering... Black people own fucking black slaves. So how is it any different? The black person that owned the black slaves use it against the black slaves to basically tell them they're dumb and fucking ignorant. But now you can use it as a term of endearment because you're the same color of skin as the dude that did it to your own fucking ancestors. But I can't. Like, it doesn't... So that... I, I've always kind of had an issue with that word. Not saying that I, I use it all the time or I'm going to use it or... You know what I mean? Like... But... We need to really... We really need to start removing emotion from shit, situations, and things of that nature, and strictly look at things from a factual, statistical basis. Well, and, and I if have... you look at things like that, it it kind of changes the viewpoint on it a little bit. Yeah, if I can say that. Well, and see, like I have this, uh, I I say it a lot. Uh, words mean things, right? And I mean that like down to the core, like literally words have definitions for a reason mm -hmm. like absolutely the, it, when you say a certain word you know that word by its definition you don't know it by its emotional attachment to the word you you initially know it by its definition and then everything else that's attached to that word is all emotion based and thought-based and scenario-based and it all comes down to adjectives and like context and all that you know the way like the word fuck there is like 48 million mm -hmm. different uses of the word fuck it's the most okay. diverse word of the english fucking vernacular and <clears throat> it's a word that you can't really define because it has such different vast definitions right but when there's certain words, like, I don't know, um, table, you know the definition of a table. It is a four-legged supporting object, right? Mm -hmm. Which can be a, a vast majority of different things, given the context, given, like, an end table, <clears throat> describing the same it's mm -hmm. a table just on the end of something blah 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 you know yeah so like my anytime I have an argument with someone that said something they didn't mean 
quote unquote, like words mean things. If you don't know the definition of a word, don't use that word in a context right. that you think it's going to be. So, right. I don't know. I'm right. getting way off topic, but <clears throat> no, but no, but no, but you're, you're you're right, and and so you know what I mean, like. So, to to get back to like the stereotype, like we were talking about, right? Like racially profiled, like no motherfucker, like the only t- look. Listen, listen, dude. This is legitimately. God, and I'm gonna. I, I might sound a little ignorant here, but I don't really care. The only time that I legitimately am going to sit here and say somebody was racially profiled, like legitimately racially profiled because they all look the fucking same, was after 9-11 with the Muslim oh. community. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Because, yeah. right, there's there's upstanding, hardworking, contributing member of society, good, legit, clean-cut black dude. Looks one way, right? You can fucking see that guy. And, and then there's well, it's 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 the it's the the, the visual Oreo, the Oreo version of a black person is what you're as describing. as the, the yeah some some of these as, hardcore black people would fucking say he's the Oreo version, right? Yeah. So black what are on the you outside, then? White on the inside, right? So you're you're on. Then there's the other one on this side with the sag pants and the fucking dreads or the cornrows and the wife beater and the boxers fucking hanging out or or the wife beater tucked into the fucking boxers running a red or a blue flag or whatever set that you want to claim you run fucking, you know, talking to Ebonics and fucking all this other shit, right? Ghetto as fuck. Mm-hmm. Two completely different visually apparent visual appearances of a black person in the community. Right now, when it comes to Muslims, <laughs> right? Like your stereotypical hardcore Muslims, right? Brother, all the same. <laughs> like yeah like especially the females like a lot of the females will wear i mean and you know the correct terminology it all slips my mind but the fucking hijab. hijabs and the fucking the whole nine right or even when they're out right even if they're wearing americanized clothes quote unquote west westernized they, westernized yeah. clothes they still have the hijabs on yeah they still have the headdresses on. like so after 9-11, it was like, anybody and everybody that fucking looks like that, which is the entire community, whether you're fucking good or you're a terrorist, <laughs> like, there's no, like, differentiating was very, very difficult, right? Yeah. Because, like, you could be like, oh, well, that guy's wearing a turban. Yeah. Okay, so what? Well, terrorists wear turbans. Yeah, well, so does the fucking hardworking dude down here who's just trying to provide for his fucking family. Like, that's part of their religious culture. Like, the way they dress is a part of their religious culture. It's not necessarily a choice. Yeah, I mean, it's a choice because they choose to believe that way, but that's part of their culture. That's part of their religion. Like, the way that they present themselves and the way that they dress. So, in that aspect, I would say that that's probably one of the only times that I can can say, you were motherfucking racially profiled, bro. (laughs) Like, there's... Look... (laughs) You no ifs, ands, like or buts about it. Yeah, you, you were... look like a Muslim. You sounded like a Muslim. You talk like a Muslim. You're a fucking Muslim. We're going to profile you. Like, that was probably one of the only times that I could... That and way back, way, way back, World War II, right? The, what we did with the Japanese. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That was fucked up. That was some fucked up shit. So, yeah. 
those two times in history, I could justifiably say, like, that's a full-blown racial... And, okay, I'm not going to say history, because then we're going to go back to the Jim Crow era, and then we're going to go back to the early 1900s with the black community. I don't want to yeah. touch that, okay? Because we're in the 21st century. 21st century now, we still have a lot of people that look at Middle Eastern individuals or Muslims, and they're like, terrorist, terrorist, terrorist. <laughs> terrorist terrorist and i hate to say it i really do but i even get like a heightened sense of fucking alertness like well and it's it's like and i think part of that that is my training yeah and everything that's been drilled into my head and kind of my indoctrination true but i don't treat them any differently but i'm a little bit more fucking aware to a certain extent and well, and that, right. that kind kind of comes down to because you know you were trained in the military in that time of war, mm-hmm. where you were potentially going to be going over to that Middle Eastern country. So there was a heightened sense of stereotyping for that mm-hmm. culture. So Absolutely. that like that's, I mean, if you were born and raised in Compton as a white person. You're going to be grown up, like you're going to be taught a certain thing about certain people in Compton that mm-hmm. are bad news, mm-hmm. i.e. the Bloods and the Crips and the gangs and the, like, the, in that area, there are certain areas where you, as a white person, probably should stay away. I know this, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I've ventured my way into those neighborhoods accidentally. As have I. As have I. <clears throat> we all have, you know, like we, you know, you make a wrong turn and then you wind up uh, on the wrong corner of, oh shit, and where the fuck am I? Yeah. Um, and then you're reaching over and you're like, click, click, locking the doors. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, you know? mommy said this is a bad area. I better lock this bitch. Yeah. Um, but I mean, okay, so we've kind of gone way. We've gone a little bit off the rails. So <laughs> I mean, getting back to it, right? So yeah. we're so the Jacob Blake back. shooting. Yeah. So we're going to circle back. Um, listen, I'm not a racist at all. And I can, there, there, there's one person in particular that, that I think we are definitely going to bring on the show because I think it's going to be a fucking riot to have him on the show with us. You know, (laughs) from what I've heard, fucking I'm talking about. No, 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 not that one. No, the other, this this one, uh, a black friend of mine (laughs) Oh, who we both served with. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ooh, there's yeah, a okay. certain YouTube video with the three of us <laughs> somewhere yes. leaked out there. I can't find it anymore, but I, every time I hit him, I up, still I'm like, Hey, it. yo, where do you, <laughs> I do. You, well, all right. I'm going to send it to you. Yeah. Send it to me. Cause every time I can't find it, I hit him up and miraculously he's like, Oh, here's the link. <laughs> it says like 30 seconds later. Yeah. Anyways, one, of, he's a brother of ours. Um, one of the, one of the best dudes we've ever met. Um, amazing father. Okay. Yeah. Um, fuck. Like I, there's, there's times that I like see his IG or his posts and stuff with his kid. And I'm like, I really need to fucking step it up as a dad. Like this motherfucker's on point. (laughs) Like he's, he's just such a good, solid fucking dude. Uh, service member, leader, the whole nine yards, black guy. One of my one of my best friends on the, on the planet. Um, we'll have him on the show, and he is very much on that that edge of like, yeah, this, a lot of this is fucking garbage. This is bullshit. This doesn't speak to the, you know, 
the the black community that that i call home like that type of shit um so uh it, trust me people i'm not a fucking racist dude i've got friends gay straight all different religions all different ethnic backgrounds like all i give a fuck about is that you're a solid motherfucker that's all i care about you're an american you support this country you're you'll defend this fucking constitution and our rights and you treat people with fucking respect and dignity that's all i fucking care about and look this is this is what we said what we ended our show last week with um on episode four we ended it with don't be a dick absolutely and to add to that be a good person that's the Mm -hmm. only fucking thing that i require in my life to be a part of my life Mm -hmm. be a good person don't be a dick Mm -hmm. like it's simple the golden rule treat people as you would like to be treated don't be a dick and be a good person like it's so easy all three of those work hand in hand so so coming back to the uh yeah, let's come back to to what back. this what this episode really is about, and let's let's get down to the brass tacks of this whole thing. So <clears throat> we're on the Jacob Blake. Everything everything started with Jacob Blake with yeah. that situation. Okay, which yes, it was one hundred percent a justified shooting. Okay, so now come up. <clears throat> now we come to the riots in Kenosha. Okay. Um, this was back in 2020. Most of us know this. Um, I think a lot of us have been following this case, um, for quite a while. I am not going to lie to you and tell you that I knew or know everything. Um, I have done a lot of research on it over the last couple of weeks. Um, and did some more this morning, but, um, I, I really want to dive into this because, I'm seeing a lot of stuff that Kenosha should burn to the fucking ground. Rittenhouse is a racist. He's a fucking white supremacist. All these things. What is happening? Um, sorry, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Okay. Um, so I want to touch base. <clears throat> fucking God, my computer had a freak out. Okay, sorry, folks. Um, okay, sorry. I apologize if you guys heard any of that. For some reason, I was <laughs> online, and because I had a couple things I wanted to touch on pulled up, and all of a sudden, fucking ads started playing for like "Go Buy a Hyundai." Yeah, I fucking I hate <laughs> that shit. <laughs> and and. and yeah, and news, news, uh, like the actual news, Newsmax or... um, coverage, oh. videos of of the trial and things of that nature. Um, That's the worst. Anyhow, I digress. So, so August twenty fifth, two thousand twenty, was when this this. I, listen, if you call it a peaceful protest, I'm going to kick you square in your fucking puss. <laughs> it was a riot. Okay, people were out there throwing a fucking temper tantrum. And they were lighting shit on fire, destroying buildings, destroying personal property, all this type of shit. Okay. And mind you, this had already been going on for a few days prior. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the country was fucking. Well, I mean, minus, you know, minus the whole, you know, prior, uh, previous, like with the George George Floyd thing, 
this yeah. per- like particular incident, this particular peaceful protest, Quote, aka unquote. riot, um, <laughs> this had already started like days prior to the Kyle Rittenhouse. Right. So, so he was going there in preventative measures, helping restore balance to what's already been fucked up, help out yes. business owners and everything before anything really got out of hand, which it already right. had multiple days prior. Right. Now, so Kyle Rittenhouse travels from his house, which I believe was about 20 30 minutes. miles, 20 miles away, I think, 20, 25 miles outside of the city limits. Yeah. Um, Not to... across state lines. Across city no. limits. Yeah. Uh, and the weapon that was used never crossed any lines. The weapon that was used was, was in Kenosha. Was in Kenosha. Was from Kenosha. Correct. Now... <laughs> just a little bit of information on gun laws and certain things like that. They vary from state to state. Yes. Now I'm assuming I haven't done the research. I haven't looked up what the official gun laws are in Kenosha, but I know out here in Montana, I can do, which it was fucking, I got, I was just filled with freedom when I saw this the other day, the fucking parking grocery store parking lot. Uh, <laughs> I got out of my car. It was at Snappy's. It was at the, the sporting goods store. Uh, pulled into Snappy's a few weeks back, and these two trucks pull up, and this one guy gets out of a pass out of the passenger seat and walks around to the other car, and he pulls a Glock out of his waistband, drops the mag, racks the slide, catches the round, fucking locks the slide to the rear, and hands it to the guy in the passenger seat. He was selling his private private firearm. <laughs> it's a parking lot. <laughs> That's fucking dope. I was like, God, oh, yes, America, right there. Yeah. So, uh, in the state of Montana, you have to do a federal background check to purchase a firearm from an FFL, right? It takes about 20, 25 minutes. As long as you're cleared federally, you leave with that firearm. There's no state registration like there is in California, which I think is a fucking vast overreach of your constitutional rights. Like the government has no, they have no right to know, you know what What I mean? Or regulate what you have. So literally, uh, Bernie, you could come up here to visit. And I could go, we could go to Cabela's, right? Yeah, I like And those. we could be looking at stuff and you could be like, oh, dude, that fucking, that M18 looks really sweet. <laughs> I like that thing. And I, I, I could like be like, M18. yeah, I know you do. And I could be like, happy birthday, buddy. And I could run my name in the background check. I could purchase the firearm with my money and my card. And I could walk out of the store and get to the car and i could hand you the sig box and happy birthday and i have now gifted you your firearm and there is no issue with that so which is awesome that is pretty that is pretty awesome yeah i wish we could do that in california because that would just be well lucky for you you have friends in montana this is true. This is true. I need to take. I need to take a couple trips to Montana. Just yeah, to... you do need to come on out here to hang out, drink some whiskey, have some bonfires, do a little fishing. Hey, you know and, what? I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna specifically save. I'm gonna specifically save at least three days of vacation next year to fucking make sure I make a trip out there. 
Cause... You're going to need more than three days because you're going to have to drive up here and drive back because you can't take a firearm on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Touche. I'm that's just what, looking out 20, for you, I'm just looking a, out for you. It's what, a 22, 24-hour drive, right, from California to uh... – Yeah, it's about 20, 22 hours. You can knock it out. And, uh, I did it solo in three days, and that was with driving about nine hours a day. Okay. Well, Eight there's no uh, – since I'm not driving a commercial vehicle, I can do that in uh, one day. <laughs> You could totally like if you and the lady drove out here, you guys could just take shifts and knock it out one day. It's if you drive straight through and don't stop, it's about 19, 19 20 hours straight. As long as you don't yeah. have any traffic or any of that bullshit. Um, I know. I uh, I want to say I've we've done it in two. Yeah, we've done it. Me and Amy have done it in two. Switching off. Yeah, we we spent the night in Vegas and then got up in Vegas the next day and dipped out and drove all the way to my dad's. It was eighteen okay. hours straight. To my dad's which was rough Oof. but i mean that was in her old car her little fucking scion xd with j <laughs> and, and and grayson Oof. packed out yeah that was brutal but um hmm. anyway so the rifle uh, i believe correct me if i'm wrong the underscore tribe 21 at yahoo.com um <laughs> if any of you guys want to correct me i'm which i'm totally fine with um, but, uh, so the rifle, I believe was a, fr- belonged to a friend of his. No, it was his dad. His dad. It, it was either his dad or his uncle. It was a family member. Okay. So it was a family member's rifle who lived in Kenosha. Yeah. Um, so the weapon never crossed any sort of lines, county lines, city <clears throat> lines, state lines, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, he was there to provide, um, aid, medical aid, as well as protection to the businesses in that area from the riots that were going on. Now let's work through this quickly. Um, and just, we're going to look at the facts of the situation. Okay. Because I see way, way too many people that are basing this off of emotion or not facts. This is why I'm so fucking pumped on, on the verdict for this kid. Um, so Rittenhouse shows up, he's doing his deal. He's even given an interview stating as to what he was there for. Where there to do, he even cleaning up graffiti, right? Yeah. He was cleaning the graffiti off the fucking buildings. Which th- let's think about this, right? These businesses are just innocent fucking citizens that have nothing to do with these fucking riots or protests. Don't want any fucking part of it. And all these cocksuckers are running around and they're fucking tagging up buildings, blowing out windows, burning shit. Like you're a domestic terrorist, you should be shot in the fucking face. Yeah. I don't care. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Anyways, so uh, Rittenhouse does his little interview, whatever. He's even made contact with the SWAT officers and everybody that was on scene um, with his rifle. Like, no issues. Okay. At some point, Rosenbaum, who was the first first one shot, 36-year-old Joseph Rosenbaum, who was I'm, and yes I'm going to go into oh, yeah. because Sorry. because Sorry, I want I, this I just... <laughs> No yeah no 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 I, I want to go into who these fucking people were okay Kyle Rittenhouse was a 17 year old kid with no criminal background with medical training who was there to help out anybody and everybody and he stated that I'm I'm here to provide aid to both sides of the fucking playing field okay yeah. it doesn't matter who it is protester or fucking <clears throat> defend defender of the of the public okay I'm here to um provide aid rosenbaum 36 year old 
was released that day, August 25th, from the hospital from a psychiatric hold for suicide. He still had his fucking his bag that he was yes. released with in his yes. hand. Yeah. Like while yeah. he was while he was fucking with uh Rittenhouse. Right. Now you see that in the videos. Yeah. Now he had a fiance who lived in the city limits. He was not from Kenosha, but he had a, a fiance who lived within the city limits. Him and his fiance had been homeless for a while, off and on. Um he had a background conviction for a sexual for sexual misconduct with a minor in Arizona of 2002, for which he did prison time for. I believe it was uh, 14, 14 years. Um, was it that? Was it that long? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> that was Huber. Months. Fourteen yeah, months. Yeah, Huber, Huber. Huber did a fourteen year prison stint. He's another piece of shit. We'll get to him in a minute. Yeah. Um, he was Rosenbaum. The second, um, yeah. Yeah, he was the second yeah, second yeah. one shot and killed. Yeah, so he, so Rosenbaum also, um, so he had the suicide. He had the sexual uh, misconduct molestation minor. of a minor back in he had like five different. He had like five different charges with minors. Right? So, so I looked in. So I looked into that a little bit deeper. Um, he apparently was molested as a kid. I don't give a fuck that doesn't give you any sort of justification. Okay. Yeah. Had a trouble pass. He ended up going to live with, I can't remember who it was, but he had, I think it was uh, aunt and uncle or something like that. Um, he had, there were five other kids in the house, ages nine to 12. This was in 2002, wow. which he molested all of them over wow. a certain time span. Okay. He was, he was fucking molesting them and raping them. Um, <clears throat> so convicted, he registered sex offender. Yeah. Um, he also had other multiple charges for some minor stuff. Um, suicidal, all this shit. Now, there's question as to whether or not he went for Rittenhouse's rifle or not. This is one of the reasons why the judge denied the defense's request to argue that. Because there was not enough concrete evidence to show that Rosenbaum actually went for his rifle. That is what is, that's what was said. Um was that he assaulted Rittenhouse, went for Rittenhouse's rifle, and that's when Rittenhouse dumped him. Now I forget, is is was it Rosenbaum or Huber that was this was this in the um the car lot? Yes. Rosenbaum okay, so was Ro- in the car lot. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I remember right. I remember seeing the video of Rosenbaum and him following Rittenhouse mm-hmm. into yeah. the like in between the cars there was a skirmish. Yes. There was something, and then you hear pop, pop. Yeah. So apparently, and there was fired also, four rounds. Yeah, but you also hear prior to that when Rittenhouse is is uh, evading Rosenbaum in that scenario, you hear pops in the distance. I don't remember if they covered that in the case, yes. but I remember specifically hearing that, like. If you have yes. headphones on and you're mm-hmm. watching that as as Rittenhouse is going to the cars uh, trying to get away from Rosenbaum and he's following him into those group the the you know in, into the the fucking mess of cars you hear gunshots going off behind the cameraman mm-hmm. and then shortly after that you hear the the spray of fucking bullets from 
Rittenhouse in mm-hmm. front of the cameraman. Yep. So, in so, my head, I'm thinking, like, and I don't, I don't remember if in the case, um, in the trial, if Rittenhouse had said it, because I know it was a factor, um, in in some portion of the case, I can't remember if it was the Rosenbaum factor or if it was the fucking bicep homie factor um but there was a case of when someone fired a warning shot and i don't remember if it was rittenhouse or if it was rosen uh uh, gershowitz or whatever the fuck his name was greg greg or uh are you talking about uh yeah grosskirts yeah that guy yeah gage gage Gage. there we go gage um but there was there was an instance of warning shot, and I don't remember which one it was. But there was I remember specifically the auto dealer, the used car dealer, whatever, um, with Rosenbaum, and you hear in the video you hear shots behind the camera, and then shots in front of the camera, and then Rittenhouse running back towards the camera, going, "I just shot someone," <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, so that was when, so basically, Rittenhouse shot Rosenbaum. Yeah. Okay, and I just, I just pulled this up because I, I, I found what I was looking for earlier. Um, so Rosenbaum actually did, he did, he spent 14 years in prison, uh, for the molestation, okay. um, and was registered as a sex offender. Um, he, this, when he was released from the hospital on August 25th for the suicide attempt, that was actually his second hospitalization for suicidal, um, tendencies. Um, he had a, a (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, he had drug issues, (laughs) good song. (laughs) Uh, he had drug issues, um, and whatnot. So that was Rosenbaum. So from everything that I gathered from looking at the tapes and the footage from all different angles, um, there was also, I don't know if you saw this, but there was also a deal where the defense brought up that the video footage that the prosecution had presented was doctored yep. and it was not the actual <clears throat> video footage. So I watched both. Um, well, there was, there was also FBI HD video footage right that was the same exact footage mm-hmm. that the prosecution uh put out but failed to they put out the low definition grainy right. footage yeah to the trial and then all of a sudden like two days before the judgment uh, before the deliberations oh all of a sudden oh there happens to be hd footage yeah 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 <clears throat> which which was there the whole time right exactly so yeah it was fbi that it was fbi footage from a drone yeah so so yeah so rosenbaum gets dumped um as he should have you do not excuse me yeah bye-bye you do not get to assault an individual with a, who has a firearm and not think that you're going to get fucking dumped like it just find out yeah so uh, winner number one of the fuck around to find out award yep. goes to Joseph Rosemont. Now let's talk about the second KA victim, Anthony Huber. Yeah. Um, I believe he was also a pedophile, correct? 
Anthony Huber, no. He spent a couple stints in prison. Um, This was the second protest that he had appeared at with a skateboard and his cell phone. Oh, that's right. That's right. Him. Yeah. So after Rosenbaum shoot or after Rittenhouse dumps Rosenbaum, he, he retreats yeah. and he's fleeing towards the police line to turn himself in. Yes. And he okay. also calls his friend. Um, <clears throat> he calls his friend and tells him, Hey dude, I just shot someone. Right. Like what, sh- like what am I supposed to do right now? I don't know if I should stay with him or if I should go turn myself in. Right. Cause and his was friend gonna... tells him, yeah, look, Go in good conscience, in. go turn yourself in. Yeah. It's probably going to be the best thing. Give them the situation, the details, and everything. Yep. So his friend tells him, go turn yourself in. So he goes, okay, right. cool. So he you. goes to do that. Now, in yeah. in the process of making his way towards the law enforcement officers to turn himself in for the shooting, he is then assaulted by Huber. Yes. As well He's as the others. skateboard, right? Yeah. yeah. So Huber's got a skateboard. Huber um, <laughs> was... Involved in two domestic abuse convictions involving his siblings in 2012. He took a plea deal after being charged with strangulation and suffocation and false imprisonment. All felonies of siblings. Another felony. And then, right. And then in 2017, he was again incarcerated for violating the terms of his probation. Going back to prison again after kicking his sister and being charged with disorderly conduct. Another piece of shit. So he... Then assaults Rittenhouse, chases him, hits him in the head with a skateboard. Now multiple times. Yeah. Now now this is assault with a deadly weapon because yes. it is now that skateboard is being used as a weapon, and there have been plenty of cases where people have been hit in the head with skateboards while they're being wielded as a weapon, and it has caused grievous bodily harm or death to that yes. person. So. ADW from a convict, two-time convicted felon, Anthony Huber, Rittenhouse lets off another few rounds into his chest, dumps him, kills him. Um, Which, let me just stop real quick and say, this 17-year-old motherfucker showed more (laughs) tactical composure in a defense situation than like 80% of the 40-year-old, 50-year-old, and 60-year-old fucking men, grown-ass men that I know would. Like, kudos to this fucking kid. Not only that, but in law enforcement and military. Yes. And civilian. Oh, absolutely. Anyone. Like, this isn't just, like, he had amazing composure in this Mm -hmm. stressful conflict that is arising at the time that is going on. You have to have, like, super clear thought. Because I could tell you right now. I'd be dumping rounds at anyone I saw was a threat. Oh, Just, I would have I gone mean, for cover and concealment behind yeah. the car, and I would have been posted up in a tactical position, and I'm like, look, motherfucker, yeah. you come out with me. Then anyone open, you're hitting the deck. Yeah, but I mean, like, if I'm if I'm retreating towards fucking, you know, the the police line, and I start if I if there is anyone like there is a reason in Iraq and Afghanistan they spray painted keep back 300 meters or we will unload on your ass Mm -hmm. because that was a thing. Like you get too close to me. I'm going to fucking pull the trigger. Yep. Like absolutely. So for, for him to have such trigger discipline and fucking mental stability to one, uh, (laughs) 
accurately place rounds down range <laughs> at center mass at at multiple fucking uh, subjects. Didn't this, this thing have in... iron sights too? Yeah. No if optics. You saw... no, no optics. optics. No, yeah. I, actually, I don't. If you look at the weapon in the picture that's been fucking going blown up all over the place of the prosecution flagging uh, the it, fuck I, out of the jury. There I'm is no at, sense. You know what? No, no, no. I'm looking at his. I'm looking at the picture of him from Kenosha right now. Uh-huh. He's got. He's running Neotech. Oh, okay. All right. So he's, he's got, got Neotech. Neotech yeah. But still, I digress. Yeah. The weapon that the weapon that was in the courtroom had no sights at all. Yeah. So 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 Rittenhouse gets attacked, dumps Rosenbaum. Yeah. <laughs> retreats as he's retreating, maintains proper dris- trigger discipline weapon at the low ready. Yeah. Gets attacked. Finger still off the trigger until he falls and the dude hits him in the head with the skateboard. Then he engages, again. dumps then rounds, dumps. gets up, trigger discipline again at the low ready. Like second nature, <laughs> no problem. And then we move into oh, by the way, um so now we're gonna a, move there was a there was another person that had been that they never identified in the case. I don't remember what the circumstances of that person was, but there was a fourth person that there was the there was Rosenbaum, Huber, uh, an unidentified person, oh. and then Grosskurtz. There was there was someone in the middle there that I don't remember now. Like I'm thinking about it, uh, that got <clears> dumped. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's why there was five charges. Interesting. I wonder what yeah, happened to that person. Yeah, I don't remember if he was, uh, if he, you know, is a, a new plot owner at the local cemetery, or if he uh, just, um, just kind of fell between the, you know, between the cracks. But there was an unidentified person in okay. that thing. I don't remember if he shot at or. You know, whatever there was, there was an unidentified person in that okay. mix. <clears throat> so then we get oh, to, to Gage. Yeah, then we, we then we Gage. get to our fucking our star pupil here, uh, Gage Grosskreutz, um, only surviving uh, dude that got shot. I'm not saying victim because they're not victims. Aggressive. Um, only surviving member of the three that were shot. Yeah. Um. Dude was there. Now this guy, this was, I think his 75th riot or protest quote unquote that he had attended as of late. Um, I didn't even know that. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This was, I believe his 75th one that he had attended. Now he, in a, from what we know, and there could be a lot more information out there as to other shitty things that he had done during those previous ones. But from what we know, his main role at a lot of these was to provide medical aid. Cool. Got it. Uh, the dude was, everybody's hailing him as a paramedic. Okay. Listen, the guy was certified as an EMT back in 2017, never renewed his license. So his EMT license was, was expired. Okay. But they say (laughs) continued working as a medic. Working as a medic, I'm not too sure. I haven't dove into his employment history to see where he was working. But from what I know, unless you're a certified EMT, you can't also be a certified paramedic. 
yeah. and working with an ambulance company or in that type of a field. So in any professional not, capacity, yeah, not too sure what he was doing in the professional capacity with an with an expired EMT cert um, from 2017. But that doesn't listen. I'm not taking anything away from him. That doesn't mean that he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I, I got certified as an EMT back in 2006, 2007. I've also been combat lifesaver certified every single like couple years throughout my entire career, 12 year career in the military. Um, Just because I'm not a certified EMT does not know that does not mean that I don't know how to render aid in many different life threatening situations um, and wouldn't do it if I, if I had to do it right. If I was presented with, with the situation. So yeah, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a little bit of a thumbs up on that aspect. Okay. Now here's where it goes fucking wrong. This dude was in possession of a pistol. Yep. Per the state laws, you have to have a concealed carry license to concealed carry a firearm. He did not have a current and valid concealed carry permit to carry his weapon. Strike number one. Okay. So that's law broken number one. The simplest of the strikes. <laughs> that's law broken number one. Okay. Um, during this whole situation, Rittenhouse is after he shoots Huber, he again gets up and is trying to retreat weapon at the low ready finger off the trigger, not pointing the weapon at anybody, not, you know, fucking engaging anybody trying to retreat to law enforcement and gauge decides that he is going to draw his firearm and try and engage Rittenhouse, which turned out to be a bad idea because Rittenhouse then fired a few rounds at him and he vaporized the dude's biceps. So one round. What was it one round? Because I yeah. thought I heard more than one when he went down. No, he, he only okay. fired one round. Boom. Happened well bicep. He missed. Yeah. Center mass buddy. He was only I mean he was only a couple he was only a couple inches off. Well, a couple inches landed him in a fucking court case where the dude took the stand against him. Yeah. So, but but vaporizes bicep, pretty vaporizes fucking awesome. Bicep. Now, uh, charges, charges for Gage. Um, there's a lot of stuff going around that Gage was a convicted felon. He was not to be in possession of a firearm. Per the felony, this is not true, okay? He was actually never convicted of a felon, or of a felony, never a convicted felon. Um, he was a suspect in committing a felony burglary back in 2012, but the charges were dropped. Okay. The only thing that he's actually got on his record is he was convicted of a misdemeanor for intoxicated use of a firearm in 2015 where he received probation. So I don't know what the, uh, I don't know what pertains to the sentencing on that one with the probation. I don't know if that um, stripped him of his rights to own or possess or carry or use a firearm. And maybe that's why his CCW was expired. I don't know if it was pulled, but you can't have you can, you can't be barred from owning and carrying a firearm and be able to qualify for a CCW. So I'm going to yeah. err on the side of caution and say that he was never stripped of those rights and those abilities per the probation 
um, sentencing for that intoxicated use firearm in 2015. But regardless, he did not have a current CCW. He was not supposed to have that weapon there in that capacity, um, in, in a concealed carry capacity. Now, can he open carry? That's a different story. I don't know what the open carry laws are in Kenosha. I'm going to safely. Yeah. And I'm going to, I will, I will do a quick duck, duck, go on that one. Um, But I'm going to say that he probably can open carry in Kenosha due to the fact that Rittenhouse was open carrying a long rifle. Um. But if, in fact, he could open carry, it is legal for all adults unless they are pro- prohibited from possession, of fi- um, from, from possession of firearms to open carry in Kenosha, um, is what it is showing. Okay. So, let's just say that Gage never had that weapon concealed and, never, and did not draw that weapon from a concealed position. Mm-hmm then technically Gage was well within his legal rights to carry that firearm in that situation, just as Rittenhouse was. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't think that ever really came up in the trial whether or not he was concealed carrying it or not. But yeah, I don't remember. if he was, that would have been the only law that he broke up into the point where he engaged Rittenhouse. Yeah. Now, once you decide to present your firearm in an aggressive manner towards another individual, you are now taking full weight of the consequences of that decision. And you, that other person, that other individual has the full legal right to, to defend themselves, defend themselves with, and other people with lethal you. force. Yeah. So he, he fucked up. He fucked around and found out. Rittenhouse vaporized his fucking bicep. He dumped him. Um, I just wanted to put those things out there because I, I have seen a lot of things going around about, oh, Gage was a convicted felon. He was never supposed to have his firearm in the first place. Not true from the, re- from the, from the research that I've done. Not true. He was not a convicted felon. Those charges were dropped. If in fact he was open carrying, he's well within his legal rights to do so. Where he fucking went wrong is when he presented that firearm towards Rittenhouse in a threatening manner while Rittenhouse was at the low ready with his finger off the trigger. So, uh, and and on the stand. He said it. On the stand, Gage said, <laughs> Rittenhouse did not engage me or raise his weapon in my direction until I raised my weapon at him first. So, that right there completely destroyed the, the, the prosecution's entire case. That fucked them real good. And then you have this fucktard prosecuting attorney who's waving around an AR-15 who never clears the fucking weapon with his finger on the trigger at a loaded courtroom. For the love of all that is holy, him and Alec Baldwin (laughs) need to get together and have a fucking love child (laughs) because they're a perfect fucking match for each other. Like, Christ almighty, these motherfuckers are the ones that are sitting... Like, bitch, you should be have your fucking license pulled just for that. Yep. Like, done gone no longer a lawyer you're a fucking idiot and we're stripping your fucking right to own a weapon away like you can get fucked so in regards to this trial the facts are the facts people these three fucktards were engaged in mob mentality 
violent violent acts. violent acts, destruction of property, assault with deadly weapons. Okay, and they got what they fucking deserved. Okay, now look. Okay, I want to play a, a, another devil's avocado on this one. Um, <laughs> pitted or unpitted? <sighs> pitted always. Um, <laughs> you son eh. of a bitch. <laughs> um. No, so people are going to say, well, why was Rittenhouse even there with a weapon to begin with? He was, he was just, he was there to start shit. Mm-hmm. No, because you have a right as an American citizen, especially in the state of Kenosha, uh, the state of Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yes. You have the unalienable right to carry whatever fucking weapon you want as long yes. as it's as long as it's within the law. Which clearly it was within the law that he was able to carry a weapon whenever, wherever, however uh, he wants. Now let's be clear. He stated Rittenhouse stated I don't remember if it was an interview, like a like a news interview, or if it was just a random like video. I, I remember seeing a question was asked to him on a video, saying or asking him why he had his weapon. He said because mm-hmm. it's it's there are there's violence going on over here, and I want to be able to protect myself in the event violent acts occur. I'm here to help people. But I want to be able to protect myself and those of others. The the I want to be able to protect others as well. Mm-hmm. The, having an AR-15 is my weapon of choice to protect myself and others. Like, okay. That's perfectly fine with me. What pissed me off during the prosecution's uh, cross-examination with Rittenhouse... Um, my nose is all randomly stuffy, runny. It's... I hate it when that. <laughs> um, but when he <laughs> when he was asking Rittenhouse about why he had an AR-15, and versus why uh or why he felt shooting uh gro- gross quit gauge. Well, when <laughs> when he asked, well, Gage had a pistol, and you shot him with your AR-15. Why did you shoot him with your AR-15 if he only had a pistol? <laughs> Listen, motherfucker, he had a weapon, and he pointed his weapon at me. I would have been, oh my god, I would have lost my shit on that fucking stand. I would have been like, I don't care if he had a pencil pointed at my fucking eyeball. <laughs> I would have fucking taken his goddamn brains out of his the back of his fucking head. Lead poisoning, bitch. Had, yeah. You want to give me lead poisoning with a fucking pencil? I'll give you lead poisoning to the extreme, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. It's... But, it, bro, that prosecution was a fucking shit show. It was a clown yeah. world. Like, well, and, and, you know, like, you have to... In, in, <laughs> you have to think... <clears throat> In, in the prosecution's eyes, you're trying to be as objective as you can because you're you're a lawyer 
is what you are. You're an attorney. Not those guys. Or, well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you, okay. So I'm, I'm a prosecution, right? I'm prosecuting a person or place or thing or whatever. I'm, I'm prosecuting something. And so I have one side of the argument. They have to defend their side of the argument. So I have to try to provide any form of reasonable doubt to win my case. How the fuck am I going to do that in this instance where it's clear, concise, reasonable, No, like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I have to provide any form against this defense. I am literally fucked. All the, it, objectively, I am fucked. How can I try to possibly trip this kid up, trip every single one of the witnesses and statement? Like, how do I trip up this entire fucking thing to win my argument that this kid is a murderer? How can I, how can I possibly do that when there is no physical evidence of him being a murderer how do i possibly do that and that was exactly what the prosecution did they tried to trip him up they tried to trip him up in his fucking cross-examination they tried to make sure that everyone involved that was alive um could give a statement saying that he murdered these these people that he tried to he he tried to make it as undoubtable as possible that this kid is a murderer he's just a fucking he, he just came out there with a fucking ar-15 ready to slay bodies and four doors and more whores and you know he's a fucking twitter oh my god he said four doors and more whores yeah because <laughs> that was his... <laughs> well and, and like and that's the thing like dude the way you do that is by waving a fucking AR-15 around a loaded courtroom with your finger on the trigger without yeah. firing at first. Like, it's it's one of those things. You're and, a 17 year old. You should not be handling an AR-15. But I'm gonna wave this AR-15 in front of uh-huh. the entire 12 jurors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with my finger so, on the trigger. Yeah. Hopefully, there's a round in the chamber, and I accidentally pull that trigger, and I can prove to you why this 17. Accidentally aiming it at myself. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say that. That's rude. Whoops. Uh, I just violated our entire first fucking episode. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So to, to kind of wrap this up, we, we felt it was important to kind of touch on this subject. So our, our final thoughts, as Tommy Loren would say, I love her. Yeah. Um, she's a smoke so, show. Just, yeah. I was going to say it. She's a smoke show. <clears throat> so to you know, wrap it up with our, our personal opinions after, and this goes in saying for me, at least personally, um, I look at all this shit from a factual point of view, a statistical point of view, objectively, from a, an objective, subjectively, right, objectively. right. From an objective point of view, right. I remove all emotion from it. 100% entirely. Yes. And I look at the facts. I look at the evidence of the situation. Just as I did with George Floyd. I did the same thing with Floyd. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you hate me or not. Anthony Chauvin should not be in prison. Per the letter of the law and the evidence that was presented in court, Chauvin should not be in prison. Hands down. 
that's what we have a justice system for. That's why we go to court. That's why things go to trial. It's it, not based off emotion. It's entirely based off of facts and evidence. And the evidence showed clearly that the only thing you could have possibly gotten Chauvin on, maybe really fucking stretching it, excessive force. Yeah. That's it. 100% that's it. But the media controlled the trial, scared the jurors enough into convicting him. Now, in this case... In this case, there were multiple jurors. Oh, yeah. There was like two or three that didn't want to give a fucking verdict because they were already afraid of the death threats and shit that they were getting. No. Not only that, there was like, yeah, there was those two or three. But there was also another like two or three that were dismissed because they were being oh yeah yeah yeah. like the judge actually said nope fuck you you're out because you are being threatened and you are being fucking coerced by the media and this and that and the other yep like so there's a reason there's a reason they choose 18 jurors on off the bat and then like which was cool about the judge letting kyle fucking pick names out the hat for his 12 yeah after you know and and there's still the additional six in the event those that 12 happens yeah something yep. happens to those 12 and we saw yep. that clearly there was yep. about six that ended up getting dismissed before yep. the end of the trial so <clears throat> all things considered again we look at these things it's, and this is again goes back to kind of our disclaimer these are our opinions but our opinions are are 99.999999 percent of the time based off facts research statistics historical facts evidence everything so uh touchdown (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry Uh, i got got the game going on in the background bernie's got got to keep the game going it's Um, sunday it's it's so shoot me i don't watch football but guess what motherfuckers if we ever record during supercross season bitch is going to be on my phone um so Per the evidence, per the facts, per everything, the backgrounds on people, we have to take everything into consideration, right? Yeah. Which, I mean, at at some point, there is a little bit of irrelevance to, like, okay, the backgrounds of Hubert. Oh, for uh, sure. They're Rosenbaum and and Mm Greg fucking Gage. Um, Those backgrounds are irrelevant because there's no to way the situation house. Yeah. To the situation at Absolutely. the time of the, at the mm-hmm. time of the incident, it's irrelevant because there's no way that either one of them could have known their backgrounds before or prior to, unless they knew each oh, other for sure. Which now here's the one thing I want to touch on. Oh, I forgot about this. Oh, sorry. I got really fucking fired up. Because like <laughs> pri- I like, I literally saw it like float in front of my Lightning. eyes and I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. So real Squirrel. quick before we end this. Yeah. Um, I think it was oh, – let me look at the pictures because I'll remember about the pictures of these fucking shit bags. Uh, <laughs> God dang it. Where'd it go? Yeah. So I believe it was R- – Huber? No. Uh, it was Rosenbaum. Yeah. Um, I I remember seeing – footage and this is i need to do a little bit more fucking uh research looking into this but i remember seeing video footage of him right after the shooting happened 
where he was running around with the mob and it could have been the skateboard dude, but I think it was Rosen mob. Um, Screaming the fucking N word. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Rosenbaum. Scream. He was he, okay. Yeah. Screaming the N word and, and saying, saying, "Shoot me! If I shoot see, me, motherfucker! Shoot me!" Well, not only that, if I see Kyle Rittenhouse, I will kill that N word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, so, that was Rosenbaum. He okay, was the first. so so what the fuck? How are you going to fucking tell me, BLM, you fucking retarded ass motherfuckers, that this is a race issue? A white dude (laughs) using the N-word running around got fucking capped by a half-white, half-Hispanic guy, and it's fucking racism? Are you out of your goddamn mind? Fuck out of here with that noise. Yeah, so that was just one thing. I, I just, I remember that, and I'm like... I, I'm just so sick and tired of seeing people try to fucking turn criminals into martyrs, just like they did with Floyd, just like they did with Jacob Blake, just like they've done with fucking Trayvon Martin, Breonna like Taylor. they did with, uh, it, yeah, fucking all that shit. Breonna Taylor, like, bitch, do some fucking research into the evidence that put them in those positions in their criminal background that put them in the positions that they were fucking in that led to them getting shot. Fuck yeah. you. Like, justified. So... I'm tired of seeing people look at like like this fucking Rosenbaum douchebag. He's literally running around screaming the N word as a white man. And the BLM and black community are going to be like, Oh, he's the new face of our movement. What? (laughs) I'm sorry. I seized for a minute there. I thought you said a white guy screaming the N word was a new face of your movement. Yeah. I'm pretty uh... sure all validity in your movement got kicked the fuck in the trash months ago and you just further fucking poured gasoline on it in that dumpster of a fire of a fucking movement that you have and lit that bitch on fire like we need to remember look shitty people come in all races all backgrounds all colors yes if you don't want to be associated with a fucking stereotype don't act like that stereotype okay unless you're cool with it like to a certain extent like I mean, I'm a different breed of individual, but like somebody's like, you're white trash because you fucking wear cowboy boots and you drive a big ass lifted F-250 and you fucking listen to Upchurch. Yeah, bitch, I'm white trash, man. I don't give a fuck. Like, if that's what you think I am, like, fuck you. But (laughs) if I didn't want to be portrayed as white trash, like, I'm not going to do certain things. Like, if I don't want to be portrayed as a fucking gangbanger, I'm not going to go out hang out with gangbangers, sag my fucking pants, wave around a pistol pistol on my social fucking media site while listening to fucking gangster rap, which yeah. don't get me wrong, I love fucking a good little bit of gangster rap in my life, especially yeah. when I'm on the gym to fucking, you know, do whatever. <laughs> or, yeah, no, and, you know, and, and on like, my way to go shop at Old Navy, I fucking listen to a little bit of gangster rap. Like, dude. If I, if I cared that someone would call me a fucking Viking, modern day Viking every goddamn day, do you think I would still have my beard? No. Right. Like, but I don't if give you... a fuck. But I, yeah. you know, I mean, I am part Scandinavian, so it kind of fits the part. So, right. Yeah, you know, but yeah, at the you're same calling time, me out on my stereotype. Uh, whatever. Again, like, especially pertaining to the black community, because I think this is one thing in the, that plagues the black community, right? Like I said, dude, I have a lot of black friends. I'm not racist in any way, shape, or form. I have like, black family. I love a lot of aspects of black culture. I think it's really fucking cool. A lot of the things that they believe, a lot yeah. of things that have come from their their homeland, 
from yeah. from Africa, from the tribal, you know, history and everything. I think there's a lot of really cool stuff. Um, if you look at the way that the black community and the black people came together during slavery, during the time of slavery, a lot of their songs that they sang, the, 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 um, you know, the resiliency of those fucking people, the strength that they had to carry on every day, like motherfucker, that says some shit, right? That, that says a fucking lot. Like. I think if we as as Americans had more of that resiliency and had more of that strength to get through the the struggles that we go through on a daily basis, bro, we'd be so much more productive. Oh yeah. Right? Like it, it across like across the so, board for sure. Across, that's what I'm saying, like just as Americans. Like dude, I don't look. If you live in this country, you're a citizen, you pay fucking taxes, you you're learn there. the language, you you put into society, you're a good contributing member of fucking society and you give a fuck about everybody that lives and works and believes in this fucking stars and stripes and constitution motherfucker. I don't care where you're from. I don't care what the color of your skin is. I don't care what your religious background is. You're a fucking American. You're my brother. You're my sister. And I'm going to fucking defend you and your rights to the death. Like that's the way it goes. I don't really give a shit. So, and, and, and <laughs> one, one other little tidbit that I want to kind of just kind of uh, toss in there real quick is, if you weren't born in the country of origin, of your nationality, oh. race, uh, ethnicity, because nationality, if you were born in America, nationally, nationality, you are you're American. American. You're American first. You're not African American. You're not Muslim, uh, the uh, Middle Eastern no. American or yeah, Mexican American. If you no. didn't immigrate to this country... As a previous mm-hmm. citizen of another country, mm-hmm. you are American first. Absolutely. I don't care. I don't care what race, race or ethnicity you are. You are American first. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm an and, American. My yeah, dad's a I'm Costa an American. Rican American. Like he was born in Costa Rica. Born in Costa Rica. Lived there till I think he was eleven. Yep. Moved and here. Moved here. Immigrated here with my grandma and my aunt. And then later on, went to school here, worked here, blah, 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 blah. Later on, got a citizenship, became an American citizen. Same with my grandma, same with my aunt. And let me tell you, my dad is one of the most patriotic sons of bitches I've ever fucking met on this fucking, on this planet. Okay. The dude's a fucking American, but for the purpose of this conversation, he's a Costa Rican American. Yeah. He immigrated here from another country. Learn the language, right? Speaks yeah, fluent yeah. Spanish. You'd never fucking know. Like, learn oh, the language. Yeah, I've met your grandma. Yeah. You one would never. Sweetest, <laughs> one of the sweetest ladies I've ever met in my life, but you would never fucking know by her accent and everything. Like, one, like she doesn't really have a hardcore accent. No, she has, she has a perfect American accent. Yeah. She, you would never know that she's fluent in Hungarian and Spanish. Mm hmm. And I didn't know that. I yeah. figured Hungarian, but I didn't her, know. Her, her first language was Hungarian. Her second language was Spanish. And her third language was American English. God damn. And I she has a perfect a perfect English accent. American yeah. English accent. So. You would never know. Yeah. Like and she's said. also by citizen. She was born in Hungary. So she's she still Hungarian has a dual American. citizen. Yes. So she has dual citizenship. Yeah. That's, that's gangster, dude. So. Yeah, like you said, like, like you are, you're an American. If you were born on this soil under this fucking flag, you're an American. Yeah. 
Bitch, I don't first. Get, there is no fucking 19. Yeah, there's no 19 year old or fucking 15 year old or even 25 year old out there, in my opinion. I really, I, or the percentage is like 0.000095% probably. Yeah. That there is no fucking black individual out there under a certain age <laughs> that's African American. Bitch, you are fucking born here. You're an American. Like, that's all there is to it. And you should be fucking proud to be able to say, I'm an American. Not piss the fuck off. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. Well, I, that's I, like, I, trust ladies... me, dude. <laughs> Shit's probably way worse where the fuck you want to claim you're from. <laughs> yeah. Fuck well, out of here. Like my lady, uh, her best friend, um, one of her best friends is South African. She mm-hmm. was born raised and grew up in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So she has a South African citizenship and mm-hmm. birth certificate and everything. She literally this year uh let me see it was I think it was middle of August. I I want to say it was the middle of August to somewhere somewhere around that time frame. She literally just got her United States citizenship. Mhm. Full-fledged American citizenship. She's been married to an American uh, sailor. He just retired. Mm-hmm. Um, he he did his twenty in in the navy. Fucking just fucking retired shit. this year. They just moved Hell to yeah. fucking. They just moved to Virginia. She literally got her fucking U.S. citizenship right before they moved to Virginia. Good for her fucking right. Hell yeah. And she and she she's like, "Yes, I'm South African, but I'm also American." Even though she wasn't officially a United States citizen yet, she was like, "I've been here for the last 10 years. I've been working for my citizenship. I have yep. my visa. I've been I've been staying up on it. I've been doing this. I've been trying to trying to, you know, get the money together to take my citizenship test and do this and all this." And I mm-hmm. remember like following her this last year. Like every time she'd be like, "Oh, I'm going in for uh, you know this application for the citizen test. I have mm-hmm. to do this test for the citizenship test, and I'm doing all this." And, and I was just like, "You know what? Good luck, girl. You fucking you got this. You're fucking you. You've been here the last fucking ten years. You're fucking making it. You're like you're gonna do it, and this and that." And she fucking passed her citizenship test, and she finally got her fucking passport and the certificate of naturalization and all that shit. And she was like, hell yeah, I'm American. Oh, and I was like, right. you've been American for the last fucking 10 years, but you know what? You got that certificate. You're American. Finally. Now you are a South African American. Like you are yep. officially a, a dual citizen. That's fucking awesome. And, and what's yeah. wild, what's wild to me, and then we'll wrap this up, is to touch on that. What's wild to me is to see how many people like her are so proud to get their citizenship, right? And <laughs> yeah. be an American. And be a fucking <coughs> American. Yeah. And at the same time, these whiny little fucking shits. They were born here or running around the streets screaming, fuck America. Bitch, if I had it my way, 
I'd put your cock-sucking little ass onto a fucking boat or a ship, and I would ship you to the Middle East, or I'd ship you to fucking Russia, or I'd ship you to South America, and we'll see how much you fucking like an unfree country. Like, dude. Like, well, like Dan Holloway says, it. we we just need to build a fucking gymungus catapult and just uh, <laughs> catapult all these motherfuckers. <laughs> Almost whiskey out the nose there. <laughs> My bad. I was looking away. I, I didn't. I didn't realize you were taking a sip at the same time that I was saying that. <laughs> God damn! Because I I got this little like cartoon image in my head of a bunch of little fucking cartoon whiny shit sitting in a fucking giant catapult. Man, America, fuck America, fuck Trump, oh, fuck America, white supremacy. Stu- and you just see little dots fucking flying through the air across the pond. Yeah. Uh, yeah. just lawn darting into fucking the ground. Yeah, it's true though. We need but, to, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, and, or, or, and it's like, or or we can just trade one for one. You know, like hey, you oh, know, what? yeah, like you have properly you vet have someone? someone. Yeah, exactly. Properly vet this oh, guy. Yeah. This guy is an engineer from South America, fucking Cuba, or fucking whatever. You know, this guy has this drive. He has a business opportunity that he wants to make a move to America. Oh, this guy, he's a fucking drug smuggling fucking douchebag that illegally crossed the border and he's a sex trafficker and this and that. Oh yeah, let's just okay, let's set him up in the catapult and then fling him over the border and then we'll just we'll we'll get a limo for this guy that is an engineer. Let's get him let's get him over here and we'll we'll give him his naturalization papers. Awesome. Even better. I got one. Okay. Uh-huh. All the fucking Terps and their families and shit that are stuck in Afghanistan right now. Okay. That our yeah. administration is fucking leaving them there. Yep. Them and their family for a hundred of these little cocksuckers. Fuck yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Fucking trade. One to one hundred trade. Oh yeah. Hell like, yeah. We'll get oh. rid of so many shit bags and we'll bring in these people that earn the right to fucking be here. Yeah. Done. One, one for a hundred swap. Yep. We get we get one of theirs, we give them a hundred of ours. Um I think yeah, that's equal. I think that's I think equal it's pay. pretty equal. I think it's um, pretty solid. Yeah. I yeah. mean that's like, you know, fucking one you know, like six family members for like a hundred goats. That's yeah. pretty Yeah, I like same, it. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, like um, we'll pitch it to them that way, they'll probably understand that a little better. Yeah. Um <laughs> racist. I definitely <laughs> I'm such a a fucking prick. No, but I mean, you know, the fucking, the people that are like, you know what, if, if Trump gets reelected, I'm leaving America. Oh, well, I'll buy your fucking plane. Yeah. Uh, Like buy Alyssa Milano, you dumb cunt. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Hard T. I'll hit you with the hard T. And that T, that T is going to Trumpicize your ass all the way across the fucking (laughs) pond, bitch. Like, yeah. And that's not even me wanting Trump to be reelected or anything like that. that that's just a hard T across. The I mean, realistically, it wouldn't be that bad. It, it mean, wouldn't, it wouldn't really. I, I, I think we need a little to what bit. We have right now. Oh yeah. Shit. Holy fucking dog shit. Breaking news. Um, so Fuck. <laughs> squirrel. Uh, so we'll wrap this up in a minute, folks. <laughs> yes. We're going to wrap this up real quick. Um, I totally fucking forgot. Did you hear? That Biden relinquished his presidential uh, fucking oh duties to Kamala for a certain period of time for yeah. a fucking colonoscopy, a routine colonoscopy. Yeah. He relinquished yeah. his presidential fucking. He, he basically said here uh, yeah. and oh my god, 
That's yeah. gonna backfire because he's so, gonna forget when he comes out of that colonoscopy. He's gonna forget who the fuck he is, and she's gonna be like, "See, six months later, now. she's still the president." Look at me! Look at me! Fuck. Look at me! I'm the president now. I'm the president now. <laughs> I am the president now. I am the president now. And you know, that's, yeah, that's fitting because she might be. <laughs> <laughs> fuck! Is Thank God I wasn't Somali? taking a sip. Ah, fucker! Now I gotta she's, go. Now I gotta duck, duck, go. She's not even. No, no, she's uh, she's like, no, 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 no. She's not Somali. She's uh, she's Indian. Yeah, it's something. She's like, that. like from India, I think. Kamala Harris. While you're looking that, I'm gonna go take a piss. I'll be right back. QPO, Q- quick piss out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we gotta wrap this up. You got a football game to watch. I got Thanksgiving dinner to cook. This is true. Um, this is true. So give me uh, thirty seconds or whatever while you're looking it up. You can let send the, it. Yeah, exactly. Be right back. Uh, Burbs. So, <laughs> Burbs. Jesus. Millennial. Um, looking this up and I'll wait. I'll, I'll, I'll touch back on it when Bernie gets back here. But yeah, so to, to, to kind of wrap up my, um, my take on this whole thing, folks, um, ladies and gents, gents and ladies, um, the verdict is what it should have been. Bottom line, take all emotion out of it, which even if I left emotion into it, the verdict would still be the same, but take all emotion out of it. Um, the facts and the evidence clearly leads to a not guilty verdict, um, for Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, what we need to do moving forward is we as Americans need to kind of follow his suit. I'm not saying and shooting a bunch of fucking people, but we need to stand up for our communities. We need to stand up for ourselves. We cannot allow this fucking tyranny to continue within our communities. It's fucking garbage. Okay. I had this talk and these are, these are kind of my final thoughts, if you will. Um, I had this conversation with a couple of guys at work the just yesterday. We were talking about some things and we were talking about everything going on in New York with the vaccine mandates and the law enforcement officers and the FDNY uh, firefighters and the sanitation workers and all these people. One, that Didn't they just strike. close like 20 plus fire stations in New York because of that whole thing? Yeah. So, so a bunch of them dipped out. They were like, fuck you and your mandate. I quit. I'm out. I'm going on strike. You can get fucked. And one of my partners at work was like, no, that's wrong because they need to realize that, you know, it's such a small amount of people. It's not going to fucking change anything, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, uh, first and foremost, fucked hard. You're way off. (laughs) Listen, I was like, because those sanitation workers did what they did. It left trash outside on the streets, which pissed off the citizens. And the citizens got so pissed off at de Blasio that they took all said trash and they threw it over the fucking walls of his mansion into his fucking yard to prove a point. So because those sanitation workers took a stand, they then created this domino effect that fucking got the support of the every everyday citizens to turn around and take a stand as well. Same thing with the law enforcement officers. Same thing with the with the firefighters. If you look at Florida, and he's like, "Yeah, that's that's true. I didn't really know that that had happened." And I said, "Here's here's the perfect example. Okay, I want everybody. I want you to listen 
listen very, very closely to what I'm about to tell you, okay? And I want you to take this with you as you go on about your day, doing whatever it is that you do, okay? I want you to think about this. It's something that we're told as a little kid growing up. They always tell you, your voice matters. The voice of one can change the world. And we're always like, yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Is it though? Eight-year-old girl in Florida gets suspended 38 times for not wearing a mask because she doesn't agree with the mask mandate of her school. 38 fucking suspensions for an eight-year-old girl. And guess what? That one eight-year-old child was able to get the mask mandate fucking removed from her school district because she took a stand. That is the voice of fucking one that changed the course of the future for hundreds. Yeah. One eight-year-old girl. So don't think that your voice doesn't fucking matter. Just make sure... You're speaking in the right direction. That for the what? Right yeah, that what your voice is portraying has validity mm-hmm. and is based in facts and statistics and not emotion and stupidity. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and end with that. Written house verdict as it should be. Not I'm gonna guilty. tell my I'm gonna tell my <laughs> kids that motherfucker was Captain America. And He's already acquired the fucking the, the legal team to turn around and sue the ever living fuck out of the mainstream media for all the defamation that they fucking caused him throughout this thing. And good on him. I hope that son of a bitch gets fucking hundreds of millions of dollars from these pieces of shit. Hell just yeah. as fucking Covington get. So And and he gets to he has the right to sue Biden as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hope he fucking does. You know why? Because oh, Biden's going to go in there and go, well, I don't even know why I'm fucking here. When did this right. happen? 1965? Right. It's 1965, right. isn't it? Oh, I pooped. Oh. I, I think Change. I pooped. I, I, think I, I need a diaper change. <laughs> I apologize, Your Honor. I didn't mean to poot toot in your fucking courtroom. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, yeah. Um, Anyways. But again, that's. So my final thoughts, verdict is as what it should be. We listed out all the facts. We listed out the case. We listed out the chronological events that occurred on August 25th, 2020 in Kenosha, Wisconsin, that led to the shooting. We dove into everything. And at the end of the day, you cannot sit here and debate me on this. Bottom line, get fucked if you try. This is It, it is what it is. The justice system actually fucking won on this one. For once, yes. Not only yeah. that, <clears throat> it was not a case of white supremacy. It was not mm-hmm. a case of Race uh, nothing murder. It, it was not a case of... Yep. It, it was strictly a case of self-defense and proper weapon discipline. Yep. Absolutely. And if, you th- and if you think otherwise, if you sit here and from this point forward justify and back the riots and the destruction that is going to go on in Kenosha and other cities around the fucking country, then you guess what? Part of the you should be fucking strung up and hung from the goddamn gallows just like every other fucking domestic terrorist out there that is causing all this fucking destruction to these cities. Fuck you. You're not an American. You're, you're a fucking enemy of my fucking country. Peace out. Get fucked. Verdict was fucking, verdict was correct. A jury of his peers. Yep. And as always, don't be a dick. Yes. And. Bernie, final thoughts? Yes. My final thoughts are, I think we should get into some, uh, you want to go a little promo codes? 
<laughs> I mean, you we haven't said bitch. anything. We haven't said anything about promo codes or anything like that yet. Yep. Okay. So to sign off real quick, um, uh, I've been a rep, as many of you may know. If you're a first time listener, uh, go back listen to episodes one and one point five through four. Um, there's a lot of good shit in there. A lot of bit of who the fuck are these two jokers? Um, but I am a NASM certified personal trainer. Bodybuilding is my passion, um, and I have been a rep slash ambassador type deal for Blackstone Labs um, hardcore-ish bodybuilding supplements um, for the last four, almost five years now. Um, phenomenal company, phenomenal products. Um, it's all I use, and we have everything from legal pro-hormones to post-cycle therapies to uh anti-estrogen stuff to stuff just for the ladies to your um everyday basic core stuff that you should have in your program at all times your glutamines your vitamin c your multivitamins your turmerics your creatine monohydrates um fish oils that type of stuff to your greens to your bcas we've got it all if you have any questions about any other products or want to know a little bit more information about health, fitness, training regiments, I am also starting up my own online personal training business as well, Madman Fitness. Um, nice. Thanks. <laughs> uh, hit me up. I, I can write you your entire workout program Monday through Friday, three days a week, four days a week, five days a week, seven day a week programs, whatever you want, whatever you need to fit your lifestyle, to fit your goals. That's the biggest thing. You come to me, you tell me where you're at now, what your ultimate end goals are, and I will help you get there. Um, we will always go based off of your abilities at the time where you're starting at, and we will build, build you up and get you bigger and better. Um, so I can do that as well. I can also give you diet nutrition advice and again, supplementation as well. So, Madman Fitness is the online personal training. Um, DM me on Instagram at magicman330 is my IG tag. Or email here on the tribe, the underscore tribe21 at yahoo.com. Tag Maddie uh, in the header. Whatever your questions are, I got you. Um, for Blackstone Labs, it's blackstonelabs.com. That's blackstone, B-L-A-C-K-S-T-O-N-E-L-A-B-S.com. Promo code MAGICMAN330. It'll save you 20%. If you DM me on Instagram, I could probably do a little bit better. I can put you in contact with one of my guys over there at the Black Sun Labs headquarters, and we could probably hook you up a little bit. So um, that's me. That's kind of what I do. Um, if you need any help, hit me up. Bernie's got his deal. Take it away. Yes, sir. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm an affiliate for Cardomax.com. Uh, I'm currently running a promo code for 10% off uh, all all items in your stock, whatever, uh, all items in your cart. Um, Born Hard is my moniker uh, on TikTok, IG, fucking anything, pretty much anything that has a tag that's my uh, ID, so to speak, Born Hard. Um, and so, yeah, Cardomax is a energy and immune and health uh, supplement company as well. Um, we've got great clean energy intensifier. 
Uh, I personally recommend the pink lemonade mixed with the immune booster of watermelon because those two combinations are fucking amazing. And the immune booster, especially right now in the time of year that it is, you want to keep your immunes up and uh, the energy is way cleaner energy than the gas station energy drinks that you're getting because they use the lowest form of ingredients possible. There's B3, B6, B12, BCAAs, and 200 milligrams of caffeine in just this little liquid pouch that you just add to any drink of your choice. Water. Juice. Fuck. Vodka tonics, if you want. Um, <laughs> I don't recommend that, but, I mean, hey, some people have said it's, it's actually pretty tasty, but I... <laughs> Hashtag drink I, water vodka. Drink water vodka. Uh, wait, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, promo code BORNHARD. Again, if you have any questions, email us. Email me. Email Maddie. The tribe underscore... Wait. The underscore tribe 21 at Yahoo. My bad. Um, and yes, just uh, if, if, like I said, my moniker is bornhard0069 at anything, whichever, you know, IG, TikTok. Uh, I think Facebook's different, but if you, if you DM me on either one of those, I will forward you to my Facebook if, if need be. Um, but yeah. We're uh, we're trying to get a website going pretty soon here, so that we're gonna have all of the contact info. All of my contact info is on my pages. Um, I'm sure Maddie's gonna have his on there as well. Yep. If you go to it, so you can contact either one of us and get all the information you need about any supplements you need, want, or strive for, especially in. The fitness industry, he's very knowledgeable. Um, and Thank you. I am as well, but I just don't have the certification to back that yet. So in a few months, I will have that. <laughs> so I can say that we are both physically knowledgeable. Yep. And and if you like something from both of our deals, that's totally cool, man. You guys can mix and match. Like I, I looked at Cardo Max's website, and a lot of their stuff is like um, – got kind of like a pre-workout ignite um type deal and then you've got your hydration supplement and then you got like your bcas and stuff um and then blackstone labs has like i said a little bit of everything more of the hardcore shit too like the hardcore pre-workout stim non-stim um the carb the the carb uh supplements formula formula 19 um which is phenomenal glycolog which is an insulin mimicker um the pro hormones all these things right um so if you see something from Cardomax that you really like, like the hydration supplement or something like that, that, you, that really kind of fits your program and you really, really like, and then you see some pro hormones or some pre-workout on black sun that you really like, dude, totally fucking mix and match the both of us. Like we're not trying to compete here. We're just trying to get both sides of the spectrum out and, and help people get better and healthier and, and more fit and look better fucking naked and want yeah. way more sexy time. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel better doing it. You know what I mean? That's one of the biggest things. So exactly. again, um, thanks for joining us. Um, we couldn't do this shit without you guys. Um, every time we see a like or every time we get interaction, 
or every time we see a listen on the Spotify readings or the Apple podcast or the Google podcast, all the platforms that we're on, man, it fires us the fuck up. It gets us super excited. Um, this is a passion of ours and this is a community. We love each and every one of you. Um, and so from, from my end, I just want to say that, you know, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. Um, thank you for the constructive criticism as it, as it rolls in and, um, and helping us be better at what we strive to do with this platform. Um, so with that being said, um, don't forget don't. to leave us a five-star review on yep. iTunes. Cause that's going to yep. be what's going to get us on the charts for some for sure. reason, that's the only fucking thing that makes any difference on the charts of podcasts and shit. So leave us a five-star review. Even if you don't listen on iTunes, if you leave us uh, anything on like Spotify, it doesn't really count. But hey, interact with us because we monitor it all. Absolutely. Give us that five-star review. We love you. And share the shit out of this fucking podcast. Yes. Friends, family, coworkers. Probably not your six-year-old fucking children. Might be a bad idea. I say a lot of really ignorant fucking nasty shit. I'm sorry. It's just fucking me. It's who I am. Um, Same Z's. But, and and I... God, fuck. I would love to say definitely throw this bitch on your speakers in your cubicle at work so everybody can partake, but it might get you a fucking sexual harassment right up. So my bad. Uh, but share the fuck out of this, man. Share the shit out of this. We really appreciate all the support again. Um, and until next time, don't be a dick. Drink water. We out. Have a great day.